Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and today Ben and I talk all about the latest video that dropped on Instagram at Mr. Adam Mosery's Instagram account last night. It's all about how the Instagram algorithm works, and we are going to talk you all through it, and our highlights, our gems from the video, what we think, and any tips and tricks that we might have for you based on this video. We hope you like it, and let's just get right into it. Enjoy. Hello, Benny. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? Oh, we said that at the same time. Jinx. Jinx, you owe me a soda, or oh. whatever that thing is. <laughs> I think that's what it is, right? Jinx, you owe, I thought it was, you owe me a Coke. But oh, maybe but that's just like a Midwest f- thing. No free brand placement, you know? Ah, that's that's true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> if Coke wants to sponsor them, you can owe me a Coke. But No free spawn con. That's it. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. It's finally warm where I am. The sun is out. The people are happier. And I get to talk to Mackenzie today. So it's a freaking good day. It is a good day when people get to talk to me. I, I understand. 100%. Highlight <laughs> of the week, for sure. Well... Let's get straight into the highlights because there was a bomb that dropped on Instagram last night from our favorite our Adam Mossery, Mosseri. So before we get into that, let's talk about Flix tips. Mm. 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 So fl- our Flix tips actually came from our comment section over on YouTube because one of the tips that I said was to not be afraid to message the people that really like your content or even the people who have just followed you to introduce yourself and just see like why do they follow you and what would they want to see from you a bunch of people responded back to that saying that that's so creepy and i could not disagree <laughs> with that more because if someone is going to be creeped out from you asking them how you can serve them better they were going to unfollow you anyways like 1000 percent. i think too many people are focusing on people that are irrelevant for the growth of their page or their business and if that's what gets them to leave they were not your follower to begin with and i said that to people in the comment section like I would unfollow. I'm like, well, of course, if it's the the exception I'll say, if it's like a spam automated message, I'm not saying doing that at all. I'm saying building a real relationship. And that actually ties into one of the main points we're going to talk about today. And it even further validates what I'm saying, that you should build those relationships because it only helps you. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I can't imagine unfollowing somebody like a creator that I followed if they commented. I would be so excited to be like, oh my gosh, they chose me. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that you even took two seconds to see their page and what they're about and, and send them a message like that, like, if that pisses you off, something's deeper. Yeah. <laughs> like something's going on here. Heal your inner child because uh, something's wrong. You seriously, like for real, for real. For, like the, and a bunch of people were on the person's side. And the person who said like, this is so creepy, I would never do that. They had like 30 upvotes. Oh, and wow. So I think it's a problem that people think like that. And that's probably why a lot of people are complaining about success. Like the, the irony is right there. Like you're not getting the results that you want because you view things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, if I had, there's like a couple content creators that I've like reached out to on DM because I like something of theirs mm-hmm. and they commented back and that was great and incredible. And then I have commented on a creator's page before and they sent me a personal DM. I think I was asking them like where they got a top or something yeah. from. And they sent a personal DM with like their affiliate link. They're like, hey, here's the, the exact top. I really hope you like it. Sorry, it's a year old, but here's something similar. And it's like the fact that they took their like time out of their day, even though that t- that particular top wasn't in style anymore, they took time out of their day to find something similar. Yeah. And then sent me a link. So that I was just like, this is an, a forever follow. 
Yeah, you're far more invested now. And say if you were to have bought that thing, they made money from the few seconds. Mm -hmm. And now every time you wear that shirt, you're going to be reminded of that positive experience. Yeah. I tell people about it all the time. I was like, oh my gosh, this creator that I followed, <laughs> she like sent this to me. <laughs> See, like that's sweet. And I think it can even work for brands too. I've had a ton of great experiences with brands, especially, and you you preach this all the time, but they understood what their brand voice was and they communicated yeah. to me just like that. And I love that because that's how they showed across all their other content. And it was like a continuation of that in a far more personal environment. So I think that if you have that stuff figured out, it still totally works if you're a brand. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. On to the big news. The big because news. Because Adam has finally dropped how the Instagram quote unquote algorithm Algorithms. works. And he's calling it a quote unquote algorithm because they finally admitted, which I think is something that we've always all known, mm -hmm. that there's multiple algorithms when it comes to Instagram. What were your thoughts <laughs> when you were watching this video? Truthfully, I was just saying, like, yeah, we know this. <laughs> like, the whole, yeah. like the, whole, the whole time I was like, and the funny thing is so many people on our videos, when I teach this stuff, they're like, you don't know what you're talking about. And he literally regurgitated what I say in almost every single video, like yeah. legitimately. You go to our YouTube channel, I'm like, I said that, I said that. Yep. And uh, so like, yeah, obviously, but we're, we work in this every single day. So if we don't know that, then we kind of suck. So, <laughs> I, but I did think it was really helpful for people who aren't like us, who aren't doing this every single day, because usually they're so cryptic about how things work. Yeah. And that's why there's a need for the, the content that we make and stuff like that. So I, I think that's a huge step in the right direction where they're just being like, here's how it works. There's no like smoke and mirrors. Like this is how it works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I will go in kind of chronological order yeah. of how he does it. But I do want to point out that at the end, he does talk about shadow banning. Mm. And I thought that was like such an important thing to talk about because- yes. There's so much, so many rumors out there that are like, they will, they shadow ban every single person. If they don't like their content, they're going to shadow ban them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he said that they don't shadow ban unless it's like against, or they don't derank. So they don't derank things unless you're not following specific community guidelines. Mm -hmm. And so the way that you can check if your stuff has been deranked is by going to your account status. And we've talked about that on the show before. But that's just in your profile settings. But the thing is, and I am like, duh, this is so obvious. They don't suppress things that they think are going to, that people are going to like. They're not mm. going to like stop sharing a specific image if they know that there's people out there that's going to want to see that image. Okay. Because the reason that people are on Instagram is to look at things that they enjoy. Mm. And Instagram wants you on their app. Yes. That's the whole thing. Like, it helps them. <laughs> and like, that was like the, his whole little spiel at the end. He's like, why would we not show photos to people that we know are going to like said photos? We want people on our app. It's a business. This is a business. <laughs> 100%. There's just so many theories that get made up. People get bored and they also want to be looked at as an expert. So they'll just make stuff up to be All like, and then the amount of times that we've talked about this before where they're like, oh, I spoke to someone from Instagram and they never say who that person was or like, any proof. They just yeah. say, oh, I spoke to someone from Instagram. <laughs> it's like, okay. But no, that's that's really good to know because that way there's less theories that will be made. Yeah, absolutely. So if your stuff is being deranked, they will let you know it's being deranked. Shadow banning, while yes, 
it is, quote unquote, a thing and it does happen. Mm. There's usually a specific reason why it's happening. Could be politically reasons. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. But there usually is a reason for it. And so go into your account settings and check your account status to see if that is happening to you. But let's get into the details. So he first talks about the algorithm and is very well known. And if you didn't know this, welcome to social media. There are tons of algorithms on one app. Mm. And it's on Instagram specifically. There are multiple. So you've got your story algorithm. You have the feed algorithm. You have the reels algorithm. And you also have the explore algorithm. And he breaks down how each one of those works and which ones, which things that they look for when it comes to posting and pushing stories to you, posting like the top photos on your feed to you and which ones are like the signals that they Mm. look out for the most. Yeah. So what I found interesting, so we'll go in order. So for stories, firstly, they rank it on your activity and how you interact with that person. So do you talk to them daily? Do you respond? Are you going to respond to their stories? Are you going to like hit the little flame emoji when they're posting a really nice selfie? Because that would be great for me. Please do that for all my photos. Um, So that's kind of how they're pushing the stories, which that makes sense. Like, I feel like everybody knows that. Yeah, I think so. For the most part, yeah. the, the fact that they're tracking the patterns and then also the level of the depth of the relationship. Yeah. Because you don't, and maybe this is just like me thinking, just me specifically, but I don't want to watch stories of people I really don't care about. Mm -hmm. And that's smart to have different algorithms too, because like there's some people where I would like their main feed content, but I wouldn't really care to see what they're doing every day. No. Right? So I think having separate means of tracking is really, really smart. Yeah. Like I definitely want to see what a couple of my friends are doing, but mainly I want to see the influencer that I hate follow and what she's up to every single day because I find her <laughs> incredibly fascinating. You have a hate follow? I, I have a couple hate follow. I hate saying that, but I do have a couple people that I like hate follow just because I'm like, what is your life? Wow. How is this happening? That's fascinating to me. I've never even thought of doing that, but that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, me and my friends all have a couple that will like share stuff too. And it's not usually trying to be like mean about it, but yeah, it's kind of laughing at whatever. Yeah, because they'll just do something so chaotic. And we're, mm. it's like watching a reality TV show. Yeah, it's that's like true. You're, you're seeing something very chaotic happening and you share it to your friends. And you're just like, oh my gosh, did Look you see this. their new story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally get that. I also, like, I feel like that's probably why like, I feel like girls love that stuff, especially yeah. like, I would argue that. Most of reality TV consumption is done by like, females, I would think. I would think so, yeah. Because like sometimes my sisters will tell me about these shows, and I'm like, that's a freaking show? <laughs> are, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like what? I heard this one about... Ultimatum? They, they, no, it was one where they oh. follow people on a boat, or like it's called something on deck or something like that. Life on oh, deck. Oh, blow deck. But, yeah. I was like, and I'm like, where are they? And so I first thought they were talking about like famous people who own boats. I'm like, where do they find no. all these famous people? They're like, no, the staff. And I'm like, the staff. Why do we care? What the because fuck? it's so good, Ben. It is so good. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe it. But yeah, yeah. So I get, yeah. I get what you're saying. I totally get the desire for that. Yeah. And then you also have ultimatum where couples are given an ultimatum to get married or not. And they are given the ultimate test. And so they get put on separate islands. <laughs> 
And they get tested. And people wonder why we have problems meeting people. And like, this is the example of like, what? This is, sorry, oh. I just, I had to bring that up. But yeah, so good. the stories, the stories algorithm. What else did he mention specifically about that? So for story specifically, it's essentially just, do you talk to them daily? So are you in the DMs talking to them? Do you actually interact with their stories? How long do you actually spend on their stories? Mm-hmm. All of those things are going to correlate with if their stories are shown to you when you first open the app. Yeah. The second thing we, he was talking about is the feed. So the algorithmic feed. And they also use a series of predictions of which photo they should put first and which one you're actually going to interact with. Mm-hmm. However, what I liked about this is that he actually put in specific order of what they actually like the most to the least when it comes to those signals that of why they're postings or why they're pushing a certain post to you. So the first one is your activity and how you interact with the person. So are you interacting with them quite often? Are you commenting? Are you liking? All that kind of stuff. The second one is information about the post. So if it's a popular post, are a lot of people liking and commenting on it? that's another one that they're going to actually push it towards you. The third thing that they look out for is information about the person. And then the fourth one is how often you interact with that person. Mm -hmm. So do you interact with them often? Do you not interact with them that much? All of those things, those four things will correlate and come together. And that's that specific post they'll push to the top for you. Mm. So again, it's all predicting. It's all based on the signals that you're doing. So if you're not interacting with the post or a specific person, why would they show that post to you? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, what if I don't see the post or I'm just like looking at it. I don't actually comment or like photos anymore. Then maybe start, maybe start liking photos, maybe start commenting on photos and then you'll see more of those photos. I know mm. anytime I go to a friend's profile that I haven't seen in a while and I start liking all their photos, all of their content is pushed to the top of my up. feed. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's totally true. And if they're just making guesses like they they can only go off of the information that they have. So Absolutely. you have to kind of give it some information. They also do track time on posts too. So even if you spend a lot of time, that will increase the chances of it. But yeah, you're totally right. If you want to see more of something, like it. <laughs> like, like, use use it as the, the button was intended. And wh- one of the things I wanted to mention about stories before we move on to the next piece is that yeah, one thing I found really interesting that he said was, so all the things that you already mentioned, and he also said like the chances that they interact with it or if they can interact with it. So but what I took from that is that they do like when you use interactive story stickers and things like that because yes. they know there's a higher likelihood that you're going to engage with it, meaning they're going to show it to more people. Plus, you have the added benefit of if a lot of people do engage with it, that now increases the higher ranking of your story relative to everything else, which increases the likelihood of you actually getting it shown to more people. And so if you've, you've probably seen this yourself when you post stuff where there's uh, a lot of engagement to it. You get like two, three X the views. Yes. Like yes. I, I posted looking for an accountant the other day and I got like 2000 views and normally I get like a <laughs> thousand and I'm like, why is this such a hot button issue? But e- everyone knew an accountant. So everyone responded. Yeah, I got this is my highest watch story in so long. So they do love the engagement stickers. So use them and also be thoughtful about how you're using them. Like, cause if you, yes. cause if you just spam them, people are going to go numb to them. But if you actually make it fun and engaging or a great way to connect, people are going to do it. Yeah. I love the polls. The polls mm. are always super polls are fun. fun. And it's easy for people to engage with. Like asking questions, yes, it can take more time. But yeah. if you put a simple poll out there and people can just click yes or no, easy engagement, 
and then more and more people are going to see your stories. And it also is a great way to tell stories and get better at telling them because yeah. y- you can like follow up with people's opinions on it. So like, I've done that a bunch of times where I'll put out a poll and then be like, like, what the heck? I can't believe you guys think like this. And then people start seeing it more and they go back and then they start getting you opinions. And then you're like, oh, yeah. this person said this. And it just makes it a lot more interesting. Yeah, it's fun. But yeah, I like that. That's a good point that I did not think of. What, what was so. next that he said he mentioned? Was it, it wasn't Reels, right? It was feed. Feed. So the feed is, like I said, it's about the activity, the information about the post, info about the person, and how often you interact with that person. But okay. another thing that he was really talking about is using the controls that you have. So again, liking, commenting, sharing, engaging, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But also the favorites tab. There yes. is a favorites tab that you mm. should be using. And if there are specific people that you want to see their content every single day, add them as a favorite. I think you get 50 favorites, I believe. Okay. And just add them in there. And then you're going to see their content every single time you open the app. You don't I've even never, have to go to the little tab. I've never used that. <laughs> I need to start yeah. using that. Yeah. So he was like, that's a big tool that's in your arsenal that you should be using because it signals to Instagram, hey, I really like this person. Mm. Please show me their content. Yeah. And that's one thing I will give Instagram some credit for is they typically do listen to people's complaints and they try to create tools, but people just want things to just happen. You know what I mean? They're like, just make this happen. It's like, well, they've tried to make it happen, but you have to do a little bit of effort. So you have to put some work in too. Yeah. Which is asking a lot, but yeah, you have to, if you want something, you got to say you want it. So definitely do that. Turn on notifications for people. That also signals to Instagram, hey, I really like this person's post. Please put it at the top. And then he also is talking about the following tab. Mm -hmm. And that if you are on your Instagram profile and you're not seeing content from people that you want, just go to your following. It puts everything in chronological order. It's everybody that you follow currently. And again, I know it's a feature that people wanted back. We have had it back for, what, almost two years now? And people just don't use it that often. I don't. No. I can't even remember. Like I always forget about it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Truthfully, I don't really use it either. But it's nice to have the option. It is. And when I do use it, I get bored because I'm like, I don't. It's fine. I don't care about this content. It's a big one of be careful what you wish for because you're gonna get bored. <laughs> like especially <Yeah. laughs> when you get to like our age. Like people aren't doing interesting things. I can only see so many babies. I can only see so many dogs. Like I just don't care that much. So many babies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where. In theory, it's great, but in practice, yes. to a lesser extent. Absolutely. So the third thing that he talked about is ranking on Reels. Mm. And so obviously, Reels are there to entertain you. And most of the Reels that you're going to be seeing are videos from people that you don't actually follow. So they're going to curate video content and Reels content to you based on your interest and things that you like. So... It's based on who you interact with, what others interact with, and what that creator creates to see if you'd be interested in their content as a whole. Mm. So maybe that creator creates a lot of like travel content and you're somebody who really engages with travel content. Then you're going to be seeing more and more travel-related content in your reels. Mm. So the other things that they're talking about with like the signals on reels is, do you finish the reel? That's like their number one thing. So if you can actually sit there and finish the entire reel, those types of videos are going to rank higher on your reels platform. Yep. If you reshare the reel, that's going to be a huge one. 
So sharing is one of their top indicators that you actually like a reel. Duh, that makes sense. (laughs) Um, If you actually visit the audio page, because they think that as soon as you visit the audio page, you might be thinking about making your own reel. So they're going to share more reels with that audio because you went to that audio page. Mm, Really? Yeah. So basically your activity. So are you liking it? Are you commenting on it? Are you sending it into the DMs? All that kind of stuff. Information about the reel. So obviously what that reel is about, what's in that video, what kind of audio they're using, all of that is going to figure all of that is going to help them identify if they should be showing you that reel. And then the last one is about about the author. And mm. I love that he calls it the, the author, author yeah. and not the creator. I noticed that too. I was like, that's so <laughs> interesting. So basically about the creator what their profile is like, what kind of content they share, all of that. So all of those things are going to help Instagram like figure out what kind of content you want to see and mm. how they're going to be sharing reels to you, which I think is a shit ton. Yeah, that is a lot for sure. But it's good to know that stuff as a creator because then you know where to prioritize how you create the content. I think it's really helpful. And the other piece that I really took away from that was that it's still going to be the best way to reach new people because he literally said that it's mostly new people seeing your reels. Yes. So like it still holds true that it's a great top of funnel tool. Maybe not the best to go super in depth with, but if you focus on these other things, you could probably get a lot of people in your top of funnel. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the biggest things for me that I took equated from that is start looking at metrics about how many people are actually finishing a certain reel of yours Mm -hmm. and then maybe creating more reels around the ones that people are actually finishing. Yeah. And see which reels are being shared the most because obviously those are the ones that people actually like and that's the ones that Instagram is going to be pushing out to more people. For sure. And I think that's probably a lot of why what works on TikTok with more of like this longer story form content doesn't work as well within Instagram because people are do want like the harder, faster hits of dopamine. And so if you can use that to your advantage, you'll probably get better results. For sure. Do you have any more to add to that before we get into the explore? No, I think that... Real shouldn't be the be-all, end-all, but clearly it should still be a focus for top-of-funnel stuff. And a lot of people complain about not getting results on Instagram with Reels, but are they actually studying what works for Reels? I think everyone's just like, oh, a short-form video is a short-form video. And in a perfect world, that would be the case. But there's a lot of little nuances for what works better in different places. And so if you do have Instagram as your core focus, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't implement these things and also go study what's out there. It's working. Yeah, Absolutely. So the last one he talks about is ranking on Explore page. And I don't know if you've seen this tab. It's new. I just recently got it, I think, this week. But on the Explore page, there is now a For You tab. Hmm. I don't have that yet. I think it's still being rolled out to people. But there's like a little tab, and it just says FYP. And when you click it... It says FYP? I'm pretty sure it says FYP. It's a straight ripoff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is Instagram. Yeah, it's kind of their shtick. No, it just says for you. Okay. Which, I mean, that is a ripoff. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I don't have it yet. Well, you might be getting it soon. Who knows? It might. This just might be a test. But essentially, it's the Explore page. Obviously, if you're new here, it's recommendations only. It's photos. It's videos. It helps you discover new things, new video content, new creators that you might not have seen before. So the signals that they give that they look out for when it comes to the explore page, the very first one is information about the post. So 
how popular that post is, that's going to probably show up on your explore page because that is the number one thing that they look out for. The number two thing is your history. So it's dependent on things that you have liked in the past. My for you page is all like fashion and travel and food. That's like my entire for you page because that's the only thing that I engage with on Instagram. The third thing is information about the author. So information about the creator. So what kind of stuff that they already create, things that they post, all that kind of stuff. And then the last one is your activity with the author. So have you interacted with them in the past and you just never followed them? I actually see a lot of people on my Explore page where I've gone to their profiles previously because they showed up on my Explore page before. And I went to their profile and I just like kind of creeped through, looked at their stories and I just never did anything with it. Mm -hmm. So that's also another thing that they look out for. Yeah. So they are tracking all these things. I think a lot of people just think like, oh, if they don't get the follower that they're never going to see them again. But obviously they do find their way back. If they think you'll like their stuff, they're going to show you enough. And I've also been fascinated by how quickly your for you page or explore page, whatever can change based off of a bit of engagement. I, like, I found that mine will change like really, really fast. Yeah. And I've also found that when I'm scrolling through, I guess this is just with reels, but it'll say like, do you, are you still interested in this kind of content? Have you seen that prompt? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just recently. Yeah. So that, that's, that's pretty cool. And I'm sure that they'll probably bring more of that, like this whole satisfaction metric. Cause that's a, a big core focus of, that YouTube has as well. They do like these polls and they're really trying to quantify user satisfaction. So I'm sure YouTube or Instagram is probably copying that as well. Yeah. I mean, and fair enough because they want like Mosseri, Mosseri, Adam, like our boy Adam said, is it's a business. Instagram is a business. They want you on their platform. They want you to spend as much time as possible on their platform. So they're going to only be curating stuff to you that they think you're interested in. So if you want to be shown stuff that you actually like, engage, Engage, comment, tell Instagram what you like and what you dislike. And I promise you you'll be spending way more time on the app because all your content will be completely curated too. Yeah, no, it's pretty easy to do. And then also, but the fact that it works like that should make you pretty excited as a creator too, that, that all yeah. these things are going into getting the right people in front of your page. I do think, like I'm, I'm quite bullish on Instagram as like a platform for like, creators and businesses because I just think the sentiment is so negative for so long that people are just not putting attention in and those that are are quietly winning really big and they're just like shh like stay over there like don't yeah don't come over here so no i'm still i'm quite bullish on instagram i absolutely agree i there's so many people saying that like instagram's dead instagram is dead and i just our own personal instagram account at flick we mm. are at flick.social if you want to follow us our instagram account has been quietly killing it and we keep in increasing followers every single month and everybody kept saying that engagement's down like followers aren't happening anymore and it is happening we're we're proof that it is happening yeah i think it's just a consistency thing and i do think also people have very tainted perspectives based on this whole short form push that was led by tiktok but even look at now this is a huge thought experiment if you go look at pages that are people are like oh they're blowing up on TikTok, they don't have near the followers that they would have had three or four years ago. Like a 100%. fraction. My one buddy who just started TikTok, I'd say like last six months, he is blown up. But I would say he's he's crushing it. But he's only like 40K. And his level of views 
mm-hmm. two years ago, he'd have a 250K, easy. So it's like these things do change and like TikTok sells the dream and most new platforms do. And then they come down to more of an equilibrium and people that yeah. get that don't get too attached to any one platform because the stuff all changes. Yeah. And like we say, I we've harped on about this over and over and over again. TikTok isn't a place for community. No, it's by design. Yeah. Instagram is a community place. You can actually grow your followers there or you can not even grow your followers. It's just growing the small community that you have where you can actually connect and engage with them. Whereas TikTok, it's just stuff thrown at you, thrown at the wall, just being like, buy this. Look at this funny video of a cat. It's Look so over random. Here. Yeah. And I also think that's why the comment sections are so much more toxic over on TikTok now is because there's just such a sea of stuff that people are just bored and they're trying to get any bit of excitement. So those comment on stuff like crazy. So I'm like, like, have you ever scrolled through comments on TikTok? They are insane. Yeah, they're horrific. They're crazy. Like I'm, I just I'm so often I'll read something and I'm like, I can't believe you just said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to send this today. Like, that's yeah. crazy to me. I feel great about this text yeah. that I just put down. It's cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. But There's a lot of people that need to touch grass. <laughs> yeah, I've actually, that's the third time I've heard that saying today. That's so strange. <laughs> but it's so true. Like I, I totally agree with that. I think Everyone should go touch grass, though, for, for yeah. real. It's go quite outside. Yeah. It's fine. It's really... The outdoors are great. Because I think the more that you consume, you be, you get convinced that everything has more meaning and significance the more that you consume it, right? And so if all you're doing is consuming, you start to think that everything lives and breathes and exists through the screen. And that's a very toxic place to be because it even changes how you consume that media and then how it impacts you. So I think a lot of people should go touch grass daily with no phone too. Just go out there and just like let yourself think. I've been trying to do that a lot more because like, we obviously work a lot, but I've been trying to give separate time just to think. And it's crazy what you can come up with. And a lot of people say like, oh, I get my, my best ideas in the shower. And it's like, yeah, because it's the only time you don't have your phone. Yeah. Like, that's literally it. So it's yeah. like try to work in some phone time where you don't have it. Like, I lock my phone in a, a kitchen safe. What I'm trying to think. So it's like a timed kitchen safe. I, I put it yeah. in there for like a few hours and then I physically can't touch it. And it, it's crazy. We're so addicted and we're not privy to it. I'll still go and like check how much time is left. And I'm like, dude, like you locked it up for that reason. But it, it, we're just so addicted. Yeah. On the tube here, I I know people that actually have like Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff on the tube. I don't. Okay. So, and usually it takes like 45 minutes to travel anywhere in London. Mm. And so I love getting on the tube. I'll like have a book with me and I'm like, this is like my time to myself. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't look at my phone. I can't check any text. I can't check emails. I can't look at social media. I have a solid 45 minutes to and back. That is just me time. And I think everyone should have that in some way, shape, or form. Just slow down because we're constantly convinced that you should be speeding up. And especially with us, I'm sure a lot of people listen to this. They they probably watch that rah-rah kind of content of like this, this, this. And everything, I did this in X amount of time. So then you start to think, oh, I should have done that. I should do this. And then you're just like, okay, does that really matter? No. So just chill out, read your book, write about stuff that matters, and and it's all going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We promise. Everything's fine. I swear. (laughs) And also, I think that with this Instagram algorithm stuff, I think a big lesson to take away from it is just like quality matters in terms of everything, right? So quality matters in terms of the content you're putting out, the relationships that you have. And I think a lot of more people should be focusing more on the quality piece 
because typically that's what's going to bring them the quantity of followers that they want anyways. Whereas a lot of people are so obsessed with how do I hack the algorithm to get more yeah. followers? It's like, this is basically Instagram saying, if you have low quality followers, it's not going to bring you continued success. No, absolutely. Ah, oh, I love it. This Boom. is great. Boom, we did it. Do you have a flick feature this week, Ben? I do. I've been following this guy for quite a while because his story is quite fascinating. His, and I hope I, I hope I don't butcher this name. Uh, his name's Jose Rosado. So it's spelled J-O-S-E-R-O-S-A. And then at the end of his handle is D-O-H-Q. And so he's a marketing kind of like sales and mindset type guy. But what I found so fascinating about him is that he he was selling info products in English before he even knew how to speak English. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so like that was the whole 50 moments to me where it's like a lot of it is mindset driven because he yeah. was he was using Google Translate to write info products. That's incredible. Yeah. And then in like 2016, and he started selling like $10,000 worth of mo- like a month worth of stuff that to English people. And the guy didn't even know English. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's come a long way. He, he's, he knows English quite well now, but yeah. And all of his content is in English, but it was just fascinating to the limiting beliefs aspect of it. And he does also drop some great marketing gems as well. So once again, it is at J O S E R O S A D O H Q. He's also great on Twitter too. Amazing. We'll have all of his information in the show notes. And also in the show notes, you will find our information. We are at flick.social on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. We are at flick.social on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We are at flick underscore social over on Twitter. Yes. And where else could they find us, Ben? Anywhere? Oh, well, if they haven't subscribed to the newsletter, that's a silly thing. They should definitely subscribe to that. And then also our our Facebook community as well. I think that's a great place to, because we can go in more depth with these different mediums, like much like this podcast, it just gives us an opportunity to go a lot deeper. Like if you follow us on Instagram and TikTok, that's awesome, but we can only go so far in depth. Whereas over on these, these other things we're talking about, we can go a lot deeper just because the the medium. So definitely go subscribe to the newsletter, join the Facebook community and definitely check out our YouTube channel. I'm in the current process of getting a ton of content coming your way. And it's all good in my very unbiased <laughs> opinion. So you definitely want to go follow. Absolutely. You can also check out our blogs over on flick.social. We have blogs every other day. So we do three blogs a week. Go check out that. Also, we have a new AI product. So if yes. you are interested in AI or just trying to figure out AI, we do have a free seven-day trial that you can check out our AI product to help you run your social media, get all your content together for your social media strategy and try and get everything streamlined. And it is very easy and simple to use. I will link all that in the show notes. If you liked this episode, give us a five-star review because it helps more people find us and it will make me love you forever. And that's what you would like. I would love them too. And <laughs> just to, to, to really double down, go try the AI tool. So yes. many people... The complaints that we receive from the Flick account or like that I get in terms of problems that people are having, this solves like 90% of those problems. So if you just go in there and try it, I'm really confident it's going to become part of your steady workflow. You're going to see the relationship that you get from the content. It's going to be improved way better. The reach is going to be that as well. And you're going to do it in a fraction of the time. So yep. go give it a try. I'm really confident you're going to love it. And if you don't, message me and say I don't. And then we'll talk about <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> We love that. We love to see it. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Peace.